This is one of those films that is sort of a victim of Disney's, I guess, horrific choices that they've been making this year. Uh, they've they've pretty much bombed on six of the seven or eight films that they've released this year, and this was not shy of being a complete blunder. So Haunted Mansion is sort of a reboot but then again it's sort of not like i went i went into it open-minded just because i think this cast that they pulled together is amazing you know you got owen wilson danny devito rosario dawson and then you have freaking cameos by jamie lee curtis and jared leto and so many other people like this one has got a lot of random little pop-ups of people in there and i think that it was enjoyable for what it was worth but I also see where a lot of the blunders are. So for people who haven't watched it or haven't given it the chance, it is not really a reboot. It's more of a reimagining or an even more so different adaptation of, say, more so the ride. That's really what this movie is made for. It's made to kind of bring the attraction towards the really popular... Um, Disney ride Haunted Mansion because the first one with Eddie Murphy isn't, you know, a big film like that either. It's just, again, they make films to kind of promote these huge rides they have. So the Eddie Murphy movie doesn't really correlate to the ride either. And this one doesn't do it either. Like it doesn't do it any justice as well. Neither does it really do any justice to what a lot of people might be expecting. If you're expecting something that's, in relation to the first one. And I was a person who I only watched Haunted Mansion maybe a couple of years ago for the first time ever. I was not a big fan of early 2000s Eddie Murphy films. I was more 80s and 90s Eddie Murphy. So after a while, he was doing films that I just was not a fan of. And so I just never gave any of them the time of day. And then I watch Haunted Mansion. Uh, I do enjoy it. I do appreciate it. But I'm not this diehard Haunted Mansion fan who thinks it's, you know, a great Eddie Murphy film or even just a great Disney film. It's not on any uh, list that I would put together for any category like that. But for a lot of people, it is. <laughs> you can't deny that it's a big movie for a lot of people. So when you're talking about this sort of remake or this reimagining, for it to not really have anything that has to do with that first film... It's it's gonna miss. It's and it missed. It missed a lot. It does. It didn't even meet its budget financially. It's got really poor critical reviews, and fans don't really like it because it's just not what they were expecting. But in all honesty, if you go into it not thinking that it needs to be anything else but just some sort of enjoyable Disney version of a ghost story, really, what it is, it's sort of D Disney took maybe a little bit of the ideas of what was going on in. Haunted Mansion, and they basically did the house on the house on Haunted Hill or 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 Hell House. And if you don't know those stories, um, Hell House is essentially about this this devious character who brought a bunch of people to his home, uh, had them all kind of you know locked in there where they you know embarked on a whole bunch of debauchery and everybody died, and then all of their souls haunted the house while his dominant soul kind of. Um, took over it's the concept that's based around the 1999 uh, film the haunting 
It's, um, I think it's got another adaptation. I can't think of it off the top of my head. But that's essentially what they did. They made a kid-friendly version of that. So what the house is, is this house with all these souls because there's this ultimate soul who's capturing them all and he needs like a thousand of them in order to open the gates of hell and turn and come back to life and you know rule the world with the powers he sort of has as a ghost so what happens is you step in the house you're immediately haunted ghosts will follow you around until you return to the house and you can't leave the house until you solve the mystery and the mystery of the haunted house which essentially is figuring out who the ghost that all the other ghosts are afraid of and stopping him in a way and there's this other minor story of you know the people who own the house which is rosario darson's character with her son it was supposed to be this big investment opportunity she was going to turn this into this giant bed and breakfast and then she gets this ghost haunting she brings in a sort of paranormal expert which is played by um uh, lakeith stanfield i believe is his name if i if i'm pronouncing it correctly i believe it's stanfield or stanfield it might be Stanfield. So he comes in, he plays essentially the main character, who's this guy who um, wasn't a ghost hunter in a way. I mean, he's not really a ghost hunter. He's more of a sort of pseudo paranormal expert by proxy, I guess you can say. He had um, this girl he was in love with who he was going to marry, who was big on ghosts and spirits oh by the way i don't think i mentioned this takes place in new orleans so again totally separate from the first film the first film takes place somewhere in upstate new york this film takes place in new orleans so i say that because that's what the wife essentially does the the wife or the girlfriend uh the love interest of uh lakeith's character does a lot of the ghost tours around new orleans you know brings people to all the haunted places explains the history of what of it and whatnot and lakeith's character is essentially kind of a scientist he builds machines and what he wanted to sort of do was built this sort of lens that can see light better than how we see light. You know, the perceiving of, you know, the, the, the light. And I can't explain it. It's all science. The, the, the light of science. Let's call it that. So he works on that. And because he started falling in love with her, he started kind of getting into the idea of, oh, maybe he'll build this thing with the notion that it's for capturing ghosts in a way. And unfortunately, she passes away, so he's in a rut. He's now doing her tours. He's no longer a scientist. Uh, you discover that he was sort of laughed out for changing his experiments to being about ghosts. And so he's kind of in a rut, you know, doesn't really care about what he does, but he does it because it's what she does. He doesn't really care about his life. And he goes in there, and he goes into this house that's haunted with a lot of grief. So he becomes the target to be this the thousandth soul for the spirit and it's basically the story of how he overcomes that grief to not be taken by him now you meet all these other characters Danny DeVito who plays an historian there's obviously this you know psychic who gets involved you've got Owen Wilson who plays like a priest but he's not really a priest you discover later on like it's it's corny. It's 100% a film that's going to be corny to anybody who's of my age who grew up on something like The First Haunted Mansion. So if you figure, what are we talking, 13 years ago? 13 years ago, I was in my early 20s, and I was just kind of getting the money where I could ex like enjoy films the way I enjoyed them. So it took a long time for me to actually sit down with this film because I never cared enough to go out and find a way to watch it. But now you're talking about people who 
were probably raised on it. You know, by this time, let's say they're nine or 10 years old when they watch that film. These people are 23, 24 years old now, you know, probably older, probably younger. But this was a film that was a big deal for a lot of them. So now they come in and they're watching this film and it doesn't do it for them. And that's why you get really bad reviews, because you have three demographics for a movie like this. Anybody who's just a Disney fan, and that's all they do, they just watch Disney movies. Anybody who's a fan of the original, and you're talking, again, anybody who's of the age, and then you have new fans. This film is made for new fans, and that's the biggest troublesome thing about this, is because if you're making this film for new fans, sort of this reimagining for the next generation, you are alienating a lot of the people who have the money to invest in willing the willingness to see this and give it a chance. And when you have a lot of people who have that sort of power, they also have other friends who they're going to be people that have jumped in the theaters to watch it. They're going home and going, it's not worth it. So Disney fucked up on that. And they're, you know, sort of, they're, 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 this is the bed they made. They decided to make something that's targeted towards a new generation. And granted, it might do extremely well with a newer generation, with the younger kids who are going to watch it and kind of try to find enjoyment in it if, you know, they, they pay attention to it or if it's something that really grasps them. Like, you can't bank on that because out of, say, 100 kids that are going to be watching this for the first time that have never seen the Eddie Murphy one, you're competing with a lot more now. And you don't have anybody that's a single entity behind it that can really push it forward. What ha- what uh, Haunted Mansion had from, like, whenever the first film came out, t- 2004, 2005, I think, to maybe 2003. When that film came out, it had the backing of Eddie Murphy. And it really didn't need anything else. Like, it had a couple of other people in it that's of a, of a decent name to mention, but it really is about it being an Eddie Murphy film. You don't have anybody that has that kind of star power. And I don't mean to say that they need to have star power, but you need something like that to sort of push this film forward. You think it would be Danny DeVito. You think it would be Rosario Dawson. Maybe even Lakeith Stanfield. But unfortunately, none of them are enough because there's too many of them. You know, this isn't meant to be this collaboration of a bunch of whatever actor you can get right now, because that's what it feels like after a while. It's meant to be a film that appeals to this new generation, so you get new generation people to kind of fill in the gaps so they can be exposed, and then you get one or two heavy hitters that can lead the way. Maybe I'm wrong about that, That's just this is just my opinion, but I think that's where this film fails the most, is that it's trying to appeal to a new audience with older audience ideas. And you can't do both. I'm sorry, you just can't do both. You can't push something like this onto newer minds and newer eyes while also trying to pull in all the people who were raised on an original idea of the same thing and not expect them to totally ridicule it. I'm sorry, you just can't. 